like uh-huh. this. You've already got Biden who gave that speech that says basically he hates anybody that says something like that or has a shirt like that. Or uh, look at Annie's background and everything she talks about. So that, you know, the mega Republicans, the, uh, you know, the grassroots, the people that are out there telling the truth, that love the country, that want to save the soul of the nation in this battle for the soul of the nation that he told us that we are in, which is true. We, we are in it for a battle of the soul of the nation. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Well, good morning and good afternoon, the Joe Mobley audience. How are you today? I am not Joe Mobley. I'm Michelle Swinnick. I'm filling in for him today. And it was funny because I uh, got my fabulous guest uh, ready to go. Shut Annie Cyrus. So you probably know her from being, if you've watched any of my shows, you know her because she has two shows on Frank's Speech. And it was funny because she said the same thing that I did. I said, well, I have, when I logged in, I said, uh, why does it say 11 o'clock our time? Why does it say 11? So Joe Mobley can't tell time. It's okay. He's, uh, we still love him. But you know, that's what guys do, man. They just can't necessarily figure it out. And I'm thinking, well, I looked it up the other day. We don't change the clocks till November 6th. So, um, all right, well, that's okay. We're going to go live as scheduled because this show starts at 10 a.m. Pacific time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, I'm coming to you live from the Save My Freedom Studios here in Scottsdale, Arizona. That is Mara Corruption County, Anarchy, Arizona. And we're going to mention a little bit about that today because I have I have some updates uh, since the last time that I came on this show, plus on my show, which affect what's going on in your lives right now, which then uh, it intertwines to what Annie's going to be talking about. She's going to give you some updates on Iran. Uh, some updates, because you know what? This is It's amazing to me that nobody here in this country is talking about the revolution, the up. Uh, rising that's going on over there. And I said, you know what? Uh, are, are we so uh, comfortable and happy with our own tyranny that's going here in our own country that we were not paying attention to people that actually want to fight for their freedom, that live up to freedom? Name of any show, by the way, live up to freedom, liveuptofreedom.com. So is it is it us? Is it, so what? What what is it? So what's going on? I said, you know, so let's let, I wanted to have Annie to come on to talk about all of these things because there's a lot going on and um, we don't seem to care in the in the country, but I guess maybe we're going to care when it is even worse here and then we're going to turn and look around and say, well, who's, who is, who's standing up for us? Who's, who's telling everything that's going on? But then again, they say, well, we're, once we go down, once we fall, the shining light on the hill, the city on the hill, something along those lines, right? Then there's nothing left. You know, it's, it's kind of like the, it's uh, it's like the first they came for the communists, and uh, I did not speak out because I was not a communist. I've written down, so I can I can say it to you, and this applies to the whole segment that we're doing today with Annie. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it to you real quick. I'm gonna play commercial, then I'm gonna bring her on. Moby didn't leave me any of the stuff. He didn't leave me any of the stuff, so I'm just gonna kind of uh, 
lay out one of my formats and Annie and I are going to make it up. We're going to combine what she does on hers, what we do, what I do on mine, and boom, that's today's show, everybody. So first they came for the communists and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I'm not a trade unionist. And then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. And then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. Hmm. Sounds like a lot of people that we know, that we see, Tina Peters, Dr. Smungle, Mike Lindell, hmm, just to name a few, just to name a few. All right, take a look at this commercial. Now, meanwhile, I'm doing the boards, guys, so bear with me. Oh, by the way, today is the uh, 4th of October, and there are 36 days, no, I'm sorry, 35 days until the midterms, which will really decide, do you have a country or do you not? Because you're going to turn into Iran if you still have the voting machines. All right, so I'm gonna play this little commercial once I find it here. And then we're gonna bring on my guest, Annie Cyrus, the host of Live Up to Freedom. And uh, let's be frank on Frank's speech. All right, bear with me while I get the sound in there. I think I've got to go back to here. There we go. There we go. Uh, and I'm not sure. Hopefully we have the sound in there because uh, it says all these it says all these things like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. Again, this is streaming. I use Restream and a bunch of other ones. So I just wanted to plug that real quick. I'm going to bring Annie on. That is Jesus Rocks. That's our show that we have Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And you can catch it uh, at JesusRocksLive.com. That's JesusRocksLive.com. That's past episodes. And also um, all the links to the, the stations that we're on. We're on Brighton TV at uh, Sundays. We're on the Sunday lineup. And that is at 6.30 a.m. Pacific time, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. You can catch the replays over on Frank's Beach under the Everything Home channel, which is awesome. So uh, those are all loaded up. We have a Roku channel that everything is on. And we have an Amazon Fire that's uh, Save My Freedom TV. Save My Freedom TV. We're on Conservative Television of America also. And then my TV show is on brighton.tv at 4 p.m. Pacific time on uh, Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. All right, let me bring on Annie because there's a lot to go over today. And I apologize for a little bit of the uh, the movement, right? Because I got to I gotta move the computer. I got to do all that. And I normally, when I do my shows, I don't have to do any of that tech stuff. So I'm just standing, right? So I'm standing. So Annie, can you hear me? I want to make sure that we're good on the sound. Yes, ma'am. I can't hear you. All right. Well, then I'm assuming that the audience can hear me too. Uh, now look at look at Annie's beautiful hair compared to uh, my beautiful hair. Look at that. Look at she uh, she she is literally. I mean, I'm telling you, Annie and I have known each other for I don't know maybe a year or so, and I can just say I'm just so proud of her for the courage that she's that she has and what she's been standing up for. 
most recently, but since I met her, I've just watched her evolve into like a really kick-ass um, host on her shows. But you know, she gets a lot of pushback, especially because the categories that she covers. And a lot of not, there's hardly anybody here that wants to mention it. Wants to wants to talk about Iran and Islam and Sharia, right? Because they don't have the courage to do it. And uh, Annie's really stepped it up a notch. So I, I encourage you to check out her shows on Frank Speech. She's going to tell you all about them um, and follow her. Uh, I think she's still doing some stuff with publications, which if not, she needs to. So Annie, say hello to everybody here on the Joe Mobley Show. Hi, everybody. And hi, Michelle. Thank you. You always... See, that's why I need to talk to you at least once or twice a week. So <laughs> you boost my ego. <laughs> I need a better boost, but I appreciate all your kind words. Um, yes, most people wouldn't want to touch what I touch because they don't want to be Islamophobes. They don't want to have threats. They don't want to have bounties on their head. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to say this, just to, considering what you just ran as an ad. Um, uh, one of the reasons a lot of people, including you, have seen such a dramatic change of strength and clarity in me uh, for last, I must say, four years. It's because that's when I was saved by Jesus Christ. Bingo. Yeah. Uh, until 2017, I was running with it based on my own understanding, based on my own pain and agony, uh, based on my own personal revenge. Until I was saved. Then it just changed. It transformed into something way bigger than me. It wasn't mm -hmm. me anymore. It was a nation, uh, a society, a race known as human race. It just, I, I can't really take credit for it. The only credit I'll take is I have still managed to listen to him. Wow. Uh, you were Muslim, right? But you grew up Muslim. Because, well, let me, let me, let me, let me drop this one on the audience. It's because they, they might not know you. If you've not been on Joe Mobley's show before, you're going to be on in the future. So that way, uh, more of his people can un to, uh, can learn because it's important. It's very critical right now. Annie was a child bride, okay? Like I think her dad sold her at the age of maybe like eight, 12, she's going to tell you, like for 50 bucks. And that, you remember, you know, like when you hear they get the lashes, she had the lashes, right? And then her grandmother got her out of there and she got here legally. She's not an illegal alien. She came legally, didn't know any English and, and, and gotten this far. But so tell me a little bit about the background because uh, and then I want to talk about not only what's going on in Iran, because we've got the full hour, but I want to talk about the, the country that you grew up in and how that is kind of resembling the world that, that the, the, the direction and the country that the America has be evolving into with, uh, I mean, obviously that, that's not that extreme, but, you know, a couple things could change and boom, we, we're right there. People are not realizing it. And then we'll jump back and forth into some some uh, more about faith, because I think that that is what people really should be focusing on. Pray, plan, take action at this point in the game. Definitely. Um, let me just do a, a viewer discretion advice. Uh, with what's going on for last 17 days, yours truly has been running about probably 23 hours a day, reporting, translating, watching, crying, not eating, uh, feeling guilty, survivor guilt, um, arguing with Americans over it. So uh, I am at the most blunt time of my uh, adulthood. I am respectful. However, I'd be very blunt. So viewer discretion advised, I will offend some people. And that is my God-given First Amendment. So that's your problem, not mine. With that being said, 
I was born and raised in Iran after the Islamic Revolution, which took place in 1979, and I was born in 1983. Uh, I also was born in a fairly Islamic family with a father who was a sheikh, which is Islamic leader with a bunch of powers that he shouldn't have. Um, I broke a lot of laws, the Sharia being Islamic laws, I broke a lot of them. I went to parties when boys and girls were in the same room dancing with no hijab and all that. I had nail polish on, I loved singing, so I kept on singing. Um, you know, all the normal teenager stuff, which goes against Islam, because uh, when you're nine years old as a girl, you become an adult woman, so you're pretty much responsible for your own actions. Therefore, I was responsible for my actions. I faced consequences. I was put in prison, in detention center. I was lashed different times, different um, numbers. Um, I pissed off my father enough to decide to turn me into somebody else's problem. When I was at the end of my 13, but still 13, uh, he sold me to a man uh, for $50, as Michelle said, and one month of opium usage for himself. Um, and handed me over. Uh, I also, I still have, I think my bio is former child bride, but it, recently I've come to realize I need to change that term. We need to change that term. We need to stop using that term because no child should ever be a bride. Normalizing the term child bride is starting to at least bother me. So I refer to myself as a former sex slave now, uh, or child sex slave. Um, my grandmother uh, hired smuggles to get me out of the country. And as Michelle said, yes, I did go through proper channels. I respected the laws uh, to come to America properly because I wanted to make sure one day I can hold my head up and be a proud American citizen instead of, you know, uh, being some disrespectful person who's entitled and wants to jump jump over the border or go marry my brother and then become a congresswoman and wear the hijab and be anti-Semite, anti-American. That wasn't my goal. So I made sure to go through proper channels. Most of my teenage years, basically from 15 to 18, was in refugee status in Turkey. I was not in a refugee camp because there are no refugee camps. It was just me and nine other Iranian refugees, mainly Baha'is, um, in the same house, just you know, surviving one way or another. And then I came to America in 2002. Um, took some time to recover, to understand, to adapt, to learn the language, get a job, you know, get my life together. And when all that was done by 2008, I officially started being a human rights activist, but by actions, not words. We started an organization uh, called um, LUTF or L-U-T-F which also is a abbreviation for Live Up to Freedom. And we started doing underground rescue cases. And I mean, literally rescue cases. Go in, uh, just like how my grandmother did it for me. Uh, thanks to her, I learned how to do it. We would grab the uh, kids who were turned into sex slaves, women who were trapped in Islamic marriages. And I don't mean just Iran, anywhere, believe it or not. Uh, we had a rescue case in 2016 from the United States of America. Uh, American Christian woman trapped under threat of a Muslim husband with a little girl. So we went in and got them out. And from there, I started speaking publicly. From there, I started doing my podcast, broadcast. And I was blessed enough that Mike Lindell and Brandon House offered me my own show daily on, uh, on Lindell TV, 
and also an extra one hour a week on Sunday's show, which I co-host with my good friend Michael Lauber called Let's Be Frank. Wow. Okay, let that let that sit in, everybody. Let that sit in for a second. Let that marinate as you're uh, playing on Facebook and as you are uh, in the air conditioning nice house. If you're here, in, like in Arizona, in the hot cities, or if you're, you know, whatever you're doing today, let that let that sink in. Uh, pretty unbelievable. Um, so let's do this. Uh, what are you seeing now? And then I want to talk about the current events of what's happening on over there. What are you seeing now of the country you grew up in and the country that you moved away from that is very similar to the world that, and the country that we're, and the, the world that we live in now since the Biden Obama or the Obama? I haven't done my radio show in a while, so my, I'm a little tongue twirled when I go fast on some stuff. The Biden not illegitimate Nazi uh, regime. Since they took over, you've watched the world change. You've watched the country change. What are the comparisons that you can see of where we are here in the country compared to where, where you grew up and what you've watched it change into? Because there, there seems to be a lot. I mean, the, it's the tyranny part. That's like I said, you know, the, the title of the show today, we came up with it yesterday. So Iranians are rising up. Why not Americans? Do we love our tyranny that much? So, well, as for the comparison, I'm going to put it this way. Um, Iran used to be called Mini America and Middle East. Mm-hmm. Mini America and Middle East. Before 1979, Iran was compared to America. You go Google America, uh, Iran before 1979, you'll see it. From the town, the city, women, men, uh, dresses, classes, everything. Mm-hmm. Um and a revolution happened. A revolution was hijacked. The country was invaded. And it is what you see today. Now let's come to real America, not the mini America, the big America. Mm-hmm. Um, America has been, um, I, uh, let, me, let me quickly put a story in there. When I was picking my third country after I had my acceptance from the United Nations as asylum seeker, they said I can pick three countries to be my final destination. If the first one doesn't work, second, if not third, whatever. I looked at my UN lawyer and I said, I don't know anything about countries. I didn't. Now, I knew Iran. I knew Turkey, Iraq, you know, the neighbors. Mm-hmm. I knew America as burn the flag and, you know, chant death to America growing up. So which country is the freest to where I get to do whatever I want to do within the law, but, you know, nobody's going to bother me. Nobody's going to beat me. Nobody's going to behead me. Nobody's going to kill me. And she said, well, uh, from what I know, America is it. You know, it's the most free country. And I'm like, okay, I wrote America three times on all three options. She said, if they don't accept you, you're done. You don't pick a second country. I said, I don't want to go to any other country. I want to go to the most free country. And I did. And America used to be it. America Mm -hmm. used to be uh, the land of the free because of the brave. America stopped being the land of the free because we lack bravery. Because when they lock us down due to a deadliest uh, virus known as (laughs) COVID-19, we didn't even look for evidence. We just (laughs) sat home. Yeah. We just said, hey, you know what? We We put our arms down. We put our guns down. We basically said, where... Well, I walked right into the ovens. We said, where's this awesome concentration camp you guys are talking about? I heard everybody's going. 
That's how extreme it really was when you think about it. Looking back, I cannot believe, and you hit you hit a chord there because it's been bothering me so much. And then I'll let you continue. It's mm-hmm. I've been looking back on literally how we reacted to that and what has gone on since then. And I cannot believe. I mean, I I didn't do nearly as I wasn't as bad as everybody else, but I still bought into it in the beginning before I kind of figured out it was all a political propaganda pandemic and and all a lie. And then I then I, when I realized it was all like satanic worshiping and rituals, and then I was like, oh, this is really bad. But I just uh, I think that's why I'm so adamant now is because I wasn't very as vocal as I should have been back then, just because I was like, oh, I'm home working and you know whatever. I wasn't out in the world seeing what was happening. But it's just amazing to me how we we gave up our freedoms so easily, and it's been downhill since then, like dramatically. I mean, obviously we we gave up freedoms many much more before that when the Patriot Act first came out in 2001 or two, whenever it came out. But it. Um, we just like said, here, you take them. We don't, we don't need them. It's cool. We'll just hang out in the house. It's insane to me that, that so many billions of people around the world did that. So, go ahead, Nanny, pick well, up where you left off. Well, here's the thing. Uh, if we want to go back and talk about when we actually did stop uh, or gave up our freedom, I'm going to take us back to 2001, uh, September 11th. Yeah. Uh, how did we give up our rights? Right there and then, uh, we gave up the right of we the people. Mm-hmm. When Bush administration decided to attack Iraq, we didn't go in there and say, wait a minute, you work for me, so explain yourself. Why are you going to Iraq? What does Iraq have to do with September mm-hmm. 11? We didn't Nothing. do that. We decided to let the government decide mm-hmm. for us. That was the first time the American people stopped practicing their God-given rights. Remember, the government is supposed to work for us, but we didn't petition them. We didn't stop them. We did a lot of complaining. We did a lot of chanting. We didn't stop them. That was the very first time that we allowed the government to make a major life-changing decision for our nation, which Mm -hmm. was go to work. I'm normally not a fan of any Islamic country, but I am one of the people who right then said, whoa, wait a minute. What is America doing in Iraq? What? Huh? Mass destruction, weapon of mass destruction. Okay, I get it, but did they use it for September 11? No. Did, did the hijackers were Iraqis? No. Did Iraq train them? No. What are we doing in Iraq? Oh, who cares? Bush is going to have to react, but he's going to have to react towards somebody who had nothing to do with it. Because he made a deal. He can't go back on his deal. That's a separate topic for later. But (laughs) there are so many examples from there on I can give you. But the first time as a mass that we actually physically altered our lifestyle for dictatorship of the government was the COVID situation. I didn't take it serious from day one until today. Mm -hmm. It was so bad. I had friends shipping the stuff to my house because I refused to go pile up on the stuff anything of the stuff. They would literally ship things to my house. I'm like, what is this? I had a friend from far, <laughs> far away sending me packages of masks. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what is a mask? Like, no, I'm not using masks. I'm not wearing masks. I can't. I, even if I, let's say there's a situation that absolutely a mask is needed, I refuse to wear it. And remember, I come from, I, I carry a lot of PTSD. The, ma- the first thing mask re- re- resembles for me is a hijab. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm so sad. Friends can tell you, like, even in a joking way, if you do this to my face, I'm punching back. 
Like that's mm-hmm. how bad my face, my hair, my head is sensitive. Uh, I have friends sending like, I don't know, uh, toilet paper and food. I'm like, calm down, everybody. <laughs> oh, this is gonna, uh, And my response was, again, my response was, I grew up in Iran-Iraq war. What are you worried about? Right. I remember bombs dropping on us from Iraqi side. What you worried about? A virus? I'm mm-hmm. not afraid of a virus. Again, I grew up in war and then I fought the devil itself and poked it in the eye. You want me to be afraid of it? <laughs> virus? What you talking about? No. Right. I am fighting the ultimate no-cure available cancer of all time named Islam. I'm not going to be afraid of COVID. And by the way, show me the evidence. There is this There's COVID. None. There is and that's the thing. Um, um, one of my biggest reasons that I kept getting in trouble with my father was by by mindset of birth. I'm that person. Show me your fact. I shall listen. Show me your proof. I shall accept. That's my mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just take your word for it. I've always told people, do not believe me. Listen to my information, then go confirm, then believe me. I don't want you to blindly follow me. If I tell you Quran chapter 4 verse 11 said such, 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 go check it out. If I say chapter 4 verse 3 says such, when you confirmed it, then come back and take my next point as fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no one in America did that. Okay, maybe five people, maybe 10 people. <laughs> right. Complete panic mode. But I got to keep my job. Why? You know how many Christian friends I fought over the fact of, you are willing to lock down, wear the mask, take the vaccine, all of that because you want to keep your job. Are you supposed as a Christian to believe that he will provide regardless of earthly situations? Because that's what I do. You know how many people have made threats of me losing my job? How many people have said, it's my life mission to end your career? I'm like, you're going up against him, not me. This, first of all, this isn't my career because I'll make my money elsewhere. I work four different jobs, including full-time with Lindell TV and full-time with Word We Weekend. I work four jobs to pay my bills. But if you think this is a career, since he picked it for me, you're going to have to convince him to end it for me. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. That, I, oh. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I was just, I was just listening because, you know, with the Jesus Rocks show that we have that we do on Wednesdays, I listen to the episodes over and over because I constantly get new things from it every single time I listen to the shows. And I was just listening to Wednesday's show, episode 373 that we did. You can go to JesusRocksLive.com, JesusRocksLive.com to listen to past episodes and get uh, get all the links for the the live streams we do on Wednesdays. And uh, that's what a big chunk of what Lucy was saying, because she was talking about even like, uh, you know, the climate change crap, right? The, and the fact that they're saying, oh, we're going to run out. She's like, no, God, it's it's abundant. God will provide if you believe him, right? It's all about having faith. So it's interesting that you're mentioning it today in another content. She, she mentioned it throughout the show in other ways, but that was just, that was one of them because it's, you're, you know, you're so worried about lack, right? And uh, it's just, you know, we've been conditioned so many ways and just brainwashed with propaganda and indoctrination and what's left over and is where we are right now, where we are in the world right now, which kind of moves us up a little bit to current events. And I'm looking at the clock, 1031. So I want to make sure, um, do me this favor, plug your website, tell them when you they can tune into you on Frank's speech. And then I want you to tell them what's been going on. Like you said, the past 17 days, in Iran and how that's going to really, that, that's going to affect 
people's lives here in the rest of the world. So plug, plug first. Sure. Liveuptofreedom.com. Liveuptofreedom.com. I will tell you that I've been so crazy busy. My website is not necessarily most up to date, but there's still more than enough information for you to start digging. So liveuptofreedom.com, liveuptofreedom.com. My show is Monday through Friday. My Live Up to Freedom show is Monday through Friday, 2.30 Central Time until 3. So uh, 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern, Monday through Friday. Our one-hour show, Let's Be Frank, is every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, What's going on in the last 17 days? I'm going to give you the fastest version I can and most effective. Um, 17 days ago, uh, a girl, 22 years old girl, Massa Amini, uh, was traveling from her province to Tehran with her brother for visits. As soon as she got off the metro or the train, she was arrested by morality police. What is a morality police? It's the Sharia police. Have you heard of the Sharia police in New York? No, you should look them up. That is exactly what morality police in Iran is. Morality police picked her up and told her brother that they're taking her for a re-education class. Pay attention to the words I'm using, people, please. She is going to attend a two to three hour re-education class on what a proper Islamic hijab shall be. Her hijab was fine, except she had a beautiful piece of braided hair from the side of her hijab inside that was showing. They took her for a re-education class. And a few hours later, she was transferred to hospital in coma, and two days later, she died. They claimed that she had some uh, heart issue from childhood that was denied and proven to be false by her family members. And then the scan of her head was released. The picture of her at the hospital was released, and it was evident that from the beating that she took on her head, she passed away. People of Iran... Uh, went in front of the hospital first and started asking questions and demanding answers. And there was a crackdown, which caused more frustration for people of Iran. Fast forward to today, 31 provinces in Iran are involved with uprising, and Iran has 31 provinces. So the entire country is involved now. We have um, men and women, girls and boys on the streets demanding new governments. They are asking for exit of Mullah's Ayatollah's Islam Sharia from the country altogether. They are saying no. At the beginning, it was no to compulsory hijab. Now it's no to hijab. That's it. Um, They are chanting death to Khamenei, the supreme leader of Iran, death to Islamic Republic, and they want this regime gone. As of today, the number of confirmed with name, age, and location death is 426 in 17 days. Number of injured people are more than 5,000. Number of arrestees are more than 15,000 people. Uh, It is ironic and it is amazing. When a government kills 426 people to prove they didn't kill Maso Amini. Isn't that ironic, Michelle? Mm. Hey, you know what? You know what caught my attention? I was actually pushing out some stuff on social media, but I wanted you to kind of just focus in on Annie. Don't don't hear because what she was saying was important. Um, the girl that was murdered, okay, I'll say it, murdered, 
murdered by the, that regime, right? Got to use the right words, people, you know, because we can't use the words of the left. We can't use the words of the rhinos and the establishment that just like to take the words from the left and actually use them because they've been, so they've been ruined I'm in the past. Huh? What'd you say? I'm sorry, my cat decided to join us. <laughs> It's okay. Cats are cool. I just uh, can't have them in my house. I'm allergic, but it's fine. No, no problem. So, hey, hey, El Gato. What's what's up, Gato? Yeah. Emma, you want to say hi to everybody? (laughs) That's my little girl. Okay. Then whatever works. I'm cool with it. Yeah. If a kid runs by, just whatever. Not a big deal. You know, when when you pay, when when someone pays us the millions of dollars to make sure that everything is just so right, we have our pearls, we have our suit and ties and all that kind of stuff. And they have the hair, makeup and the big productions. And you just read talk, you just read from the teleprompter. Then, then we can get, we can get all riled up when a, when a cat walks across the, onto the set. But until then, uh, I think it's okay. But what I was saying was, um, what word, and I said, well, you know, words matter, right? We need to re hijack the words back that they've ruined and abused. And, and be, pay attention to people's words. Like the show that we just did on Wednesday, episode 373, was about symbols, too. It was, uh, and, and, and uh, it was witches, symbols, and lies. Oh, my, was the title of the show. But it was about symbolism. And it, and it showed you what it really meant, just like words. Words have meaning. So when people use words, they're using words, especially the demonic left and the, the people that are really out there, the globalists and, and, and the ones that are they're running, and even the people in Iran, Islam, Islamists, right? The, in the, well, I guess it's, there's a difference between Islam and Muslim, but technically it's really not. You'll learn that when you, when you talk to Annie. So she's educated me so much on uh, Sharia and all that. Uh, but my point is, is what, what got my attention as I was doing the stuff on the computer. Um, when they picked up this girl, they took her to a, like a camp. Uh, and what was the name of the camp? What kind of a camp was it again? It's actually, they took her into detention center, which okay. is, it's called a re-education classes. Okay. So that's, re-education that's, classes. Right. Now that sounds kind of, kind of sounds like a, a combination of like a concentration camp or like a, uh, like an indoctrination center. And, you know, um, year ago or two, yeah, year ago is when it started circulating that they had all these green camps set up here when they, when they did the COVID, right? They did the COVID, which obviously it's never been isolated. And technically, neither has any viruses on the planet. So let that sink uh-huh. in, everybody. Um, so that's when it came out that they'd actually started doing these camps uh, back in, there was a lot, you know, the documentations on the websites and stuff. The government websites, not like some guy made it up. Back in June of 2020, I believe it was. We just kind of found out about it last year. But it's, in a, it's like a camp. Or you want to call it a detention center. Or if you want to call it like a uh, some sort of re-education, right? So it's... It's teaching you what they want you, not really teaching. It's telling you how to think. And if you don't follow instructions, then you end up like the girl, right? Because uh-huh. you've already got Biden who gave that speech that says basically he hates anybody that says something like that or has a shirt like that. Or uh, look at Annie's background and everything she talks about. So that, you know, the mega Republicans, the, uh, you know, the grassroots, the people that are out there telling the truth, that love the country, that want to save the soul of the nation in this battle for the soul of the nation that he told us that we are in, which is true. We, we are in it for a battle of the soul of the nation, um, except we want to save it, preserve it, cherish it. They want to destroy it, eat it, literally eat it because they're satanic and kill it, right? So there is, he's, he's correct. He's a correct. So, um, 
it's coming here. It's my point. Well, but they want to re educate you. Just watch this. Keep an eye on the language. So, talk about kind of that. And I'm okay. We got twenty minutes. We're good. But but here's the thing. As you said, words are very important. I would disagree with what you said. It's all coming here. It's already it's here. It's here. here. That's what I meant. Okay. You got you, oh, you caught me. Was, I I had a better. Of course, I'm sure you can understand. It's not easy to put yourself together and go on camera and talk about all of this and either not break into tears or into screams. Mm-hmm. For first week, I completely avoided cameras because I couldn't. And then when I did go on with Brandon, what I said was, I want to say this to my fellow Americans. Now, let me start by saying what I want to say to my fellow Iranians. I am proud of this generation that is not putting up with what a lot of my generation and the generation before me did. Mm-hmm. We are cowards because some of us escaped, some of us stayed and obeyed. The new generation that's on the streets have put Mm -hmm. us to shame, and I am proud of them. But here's what I'm going to tell my fellow Americans. We had an innocent woman shot and killed on January 6th. What did we do about that? Threw a bunch what of people in jail, like 900. Yeah. Seriously, what did we do when Ashley Babbitt was shot? Except a bunch of keyboard ninjas on Facebook and social media. Did we do anything else? No. no. Are we going to wait 43 years like Iran? Are we going to wait for another tens of thousands of Ashley Babbitts before we do something? Mm-hmm. Let's learn from Iran. I'll admittedly say for a generation of what, three generation, two generation, I include myself, even though I was 15 and I was a child, the survival guilt is killing me right now. Why didn't I stay back then? Why didn't I do what they're doing today? But I know God had a different plan for me, so I'm not going to question it. The point is, let's learn from these kids, their kids. Mm-hmm. Michelle. 32 of the killed people from the 426 are aged 10 to 17. Oh, wow. Wow. But yeah, you're not all- hearing this. You're not hearing this anywhere. You're not even seeing it on like Getter where you think they'd have a little bit of alternative. And I'm not you hearing do. it on- On my page. Follow well, me yeah, on Getter. Yeah, just yours. <laughs> just yours. Follow her on Getter people. Annie Cyrus. I'm follow her on Getter. But I'm not hearing it on the alternative platforms that- uh, yeah. On any of the other shows, I'm not. I'm not here. I'm like, where, where are my Brighteon peeps, right? Because you've been on my show over on Brighteon. It was episode uh-huh. three. Um, geez, I'm, I'm a little. Yeah, hold on. I want to get the episode for everybody. We just did it two two weeks ago. So episode yeah. uh, three sixty nine. So three sixty nine. So you can catch all of these past episodes. And Annie's been on the show quite a few times. Talk radio show and TV show. Everything home about us.com. I would put it somewhere in a cry on here, but there's no place for Michelle to stick it. So. <laughs> You're going to have to listen. That's why we always tell you to take out your pen and paper. And when you stick on your common sense cap, uh, then you can write this stuff down. Everything home about us.com. That's your take action menu. So then if you go on there, you can go to primarily Rumble. That's where most of, you know, we, I, I list every, we live stream on Rumble too. Uh, but then you can go ahead and catch that. Episode 369 was a great episode that Annie just did with me, with me on my show two weeks ago, which is the Bright Tea on TV show. Uh, everything home on uh, Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We're live over there. Um, 
But the reason why I was I brought that up is because I'm not seeing it on other shows there. I'm not even seeing it on the any of the Frank Speech shows that normally are that are on there. I mean, Brandon House, of course, he's doing it. And then I saw Sharona Bishop had you on, which is awesome. Uh, but we need like a can, can Diamond and Silk. Can I give a shout out to Diamond and Silk to have on Annie Cyrus? I think that would be awesome because they talk about the they talk about things that lead up to this. But I think this would be the nice icing blended on the cake. For them, but yeah, there, there's there's not a lot of mentioning of it, uh, of no. what's going on over there. Um, well, it's not much of a mentioning of what's going on over here either. Let me let me drop a bombshell. Well, before you do body. that, let me let me before you do that, I want people to remember, and I I uh, I heard it yesterday or a couple of days ago, and I had thought about it when this all first started. In 2009, is when there was uh, the people in Iran were up were uprising again, right? They were getting all, and there, there was a lot of them. Remember, it was in the streets. They shut down the internet. And I don't know what caused it. And, you know, at this point, we don't have to dwell on it because there's a lot of other stuff I want to cover in these 15 minutes. But that is when, um, and I'm sure we didn't do anything, but I just remember hearing about it. 2009, who was in charge here in 2009? That was Obama. He had an opportunity to step in uh, because it was that long, you know, there was the world was different back then. He had the opportunity to step in and actually get on the side of those people to make a huge difference. And of course, you know, he didn't because he's Sharia, he's a Muslim, whatever. And, uh, you know, he, he loves the Muslim Brotherhood. He's, he's part of that. They want, they want that. They want the, the, uh, those people here all over the country because they are. They've let them in, right? We've, Annie's told you about that on my show many times. So there was an opportunity there. So not only are we the people in this right now not standing up, we're not standing up for ourselves in our own country. So, so but we're standing, but we're touting like go you Ukraine, the money laundering operation, sex slave trafficking, or and that's what orphanages, bioweapon tech plants, right? That's just a cesspool of like evil and Satanism that's run by our own government. So we're like, yay, go Ukraine, giving them what? I think it's at 65 or $70 billion. Can't give a dollar to the people in Florida. Um, so we're not even standing up for ourselves. We're doing nothing for the people of Iran. And secondly, obviously, you know, our country is not going to do anything to help the people of Iran because they want to uh, support the government of Iran. So yet, again, so it's a two-pronged approach, but at least you would think we can do it. But I just wanted to, to remind everybody that this transpired 2009. Obama said, no, 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 we're not going to. We're not going to step in. We're going to let you guys dangle. And they really had an opportunity because there was, I just remember seeing pictures in the streets. People were really in the streets. So mention that, and then then drop your bombshell, and we've got about fifteen minutes left, Annie. Actually, the two thousand nine movement was over election fraud. <laughs> what a great segue for what? <laughs> well, for what, what happened we're do towards the end here? Oh, if you look segue. at the pictures, <laughs> a lot of the banners says "There is my vote." Actually, in 2020, I did bring it up. I said, remember what Iranians did when their vote was stolen? What are we doing, fellow Americans? Uh, We're just sitting back doing nothing. But yes, 2009, or known as Green Movement, was over election fraud. The candidate, uh, which interesting enough, that very candidate is standing by people today. Uh, he was a reformer. Now, I do this not because he doesn't believe in reforming, because the government will never allow a reformer in. And he brought in the majority of votes, but somehow Ahmadinejad won, and he didn't. So people took on the street of, where is my vote? Because they voted, they knew they voted for him. Sounds and, familiar, doesn't it? 
Sounds like 2020, 2022 so far. That's the thing, though. The reaction doesn't sound familiar. See, a little earlier, you said something about, you know, uh, you're amazed as to people's reaction to COVID. I I wanted Mm -hmm. to say, actually, I was amazed by people's lack of reaction to COVID. We suffer from lack of reaction. Mm -hmm. We got many talking heads. We got yap, 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 keyboard ninjas all over the place, but we don't have reactions. Mm -hmm. We don't even have actions. We don't even have movements. We are the only country with existence of you have the right to peacefully petition your government and we don't do it. <laughs> you know, that's a brilliant point. Like, I got I to gotta put a time out for, for a second there. I want, I, want, I want people to sink that sink in because it just hit me when you said it. We're the only country that gives you the ability to do that. And we go... No, that's cool. I, I'm going out to lunch. I, uh, I, it's all right. I don't know. No, I'll catch it. Maybe I'll catch it next week. We'll do like you know. We'll do that petition to uh, you know speak our voice and let our voice be heard. You know, we're the only country I believe that has a constitution and the only country that has all these rights and one of the only ones that still has a Second Amendment right. But uh, you know, that's that's okay. I got I got a full plate today. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go rake the leaves. I gotta go. Uh, you know, I gotta click on the Facebook. I, I, I got to post the kitty and puppy pictures and my yeah. new manicure and then the fancy yeah. drink I just yeah. ordered at a bar. Now, don't get me wrong, do that too. Yeah, I right. Nothing, nothing wrong with a little wine. Uh, I do oh post pictures God. of my kitties when they cuddle with me, but that is not you the, do all the my posting. Yeah. Now, also, here's another funny thing. We are also, you're right, we are the... Here, let me just break it down for you. Yeah. We are the one and only country... With the right to petition our government, we are the one and only country with Second Amendment. No other country has a Second Amendment. And then also we are the one and only country that the government works for the people. Right. Right. And we are the only country right now who's at home snoring because every single country out there has some sort of uprising going on. That's right. a revolution in Iran. Now, the revolution in Iran has inspired Afghan women to come on the streets. The Kurdish Syrian women are mm-hmm. on the street removing their hijab. It has become a Middle Eastern movement from one right. country. <coughs> Excuse bless me. You. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you, Annie Cyrus. Bless you. Thank in you. more ways than one. Yeah. Thank you, love. We have, <laughs> you know, the European people trying to push the Muslims out of their country. America is the only country that gives all the power to the people, and the people of America are the only people chilling back, having their pizza and beer on Saturday, watching football. Hey, it's football season. Right. Go, I don't know, whatever team people support. Yeah. Hey, did you get your de- you decorated for Halloween? What are you going to be for Halloween? Like, what's, uh, we, we ready for that? Yeah. You know, you're ready I for am Halloween? going to be Inos Annie Saras, the truth seller that offends everybody because my first amendment <laughs> gives me that right. Right. Oh, my it gosh. You know, our priorities, we, you know, our, our priorities are out of whack. And um, we, uh, we really got to get our act together because there's, there, it, People are not prepared for the, the the world that we actually live in that they don't realize yet, and for what is coming within the next could be couple of days, could be next couple of weeks, right? Because and, and there is uh, it's coming. Okay, it's coming. Thing. Let, let me uh, let me drop the bombshell so we can yeah, see do that. Actually. And then I I would I do we need to talk about the election because I think it's perfect that I uh, had no exactly. idea two thousand nine was, and I've got a video to show people that I pulled today. To today from here in Mayor Corruption County. So uh, go ahead, Annie, drop the bombshell, please. Here's the bombshell. Obama did not help the people of Iran, correct. Right. 
for that, whatever. Biden, on the other hand, he's not helping the people of Iran. However, he is backing the regime in Iran. You want to know how? He just signed yet another left of sanctions for Islamic Republic of Iran's regime. It includes a prisoner exchange and release of $7 billion in frozen assets of Islamic regime in South Korea. You know how many people $7 billion is going to kill in Iran? Oh, many of them. You know how many bullets that's going to buy? Yeah. Everybody's like, why would Biden do that? Let me tell you why. (laughs) They got to stop asking why, Annie. These people got to stop asking because you're going to tell them right now they hate you. They hate this country. They want to destroy it pretty much. That sums it up. Check the box, move on. What are you going to do about it? Tell them why. Tell them why. The red-green axis has one common goal. Burn America down and build your deluded utopia on the ashes left. Now, midterms are coming up. The Biden regime need Islamic Republic of Iran in power in Iran, not because of oil, not because of nuke. No. Remember, I said it in 2021, but finally, lately, recently, other outlets are talking about the fact that Islamic Republic of Iran's IRGC hacking groups have been involved with mm. our 2020 election being a snow one. They can't lose their hackers. <laughs> they think this, is so, this election is stolen too. <laughs> now, I understand the lovely red wave you all hear about, mm. but I want to tell you this. Go on frankspeech.com on the homepage, Find Brainwashed America Part 2. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Watch it. And then watch it again. And then rewind and watch parts again. And then go from the beginning and watch it again. You know why? Because yeah. this is exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. You all think there's a red wave coming? Oh, honey, wake up. Wake up. Yeah. Right now, there is no red. There is no blue. There mm-hmm. is just black. Can you see through it? They have colorblinded us with propaganda and division. Mm-hmm. There is just black. And I'm not being negative. At the end no, of it's the fact. Show, this is fact. I this is what people need to know. Yeah. But today, if you think there's going to be a red wave, any red wave, okay, few, maybe I can count them in one hand, genuine and legit. If mm-hmm. they win. Huge if. But I'll tell you what. When you have um, Ibrahim Hamadeh, Running for attorney general in Arizona. I hear. Doing a photo op with Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is the genuine red. However, Arizona has been infiltrated mm-hmm. by Abraham Hamaday, the mm-hmm. Muslim Syrian rooted American who does not exist on background check or uh, any existence of paper. Since birth until 2012. Mm. You want to tell me there's a red wave coming to Arizona? And no, it isn't. Well, you want to tell me that there, there, there is no midterm. The midterm is yet another charade. Now, mm-hmm. why is this happening? Because for the last two years, someone like Mike Lindell has organized, has put up lawsuits and petitions, but not, not enough of us showed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, yeah. I was asked recently, you keep saying we have great leaders, but not great followers. Oh, 
Well, I don't think we have great leaders. No, 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 no. There are people in leadership positions, politicians in leadership position. The leaders that we do have are people like a Mike Lindell. That is actually a leader. He's not in a political position, which he could do more for our country being outside of the political system. That's the problem, except the political system, the ones that are in leadership positions mm-hmm. are the ones who actually make the rules, who actually but, go ahead. I, that's the but problem. But that's the thing. Michelle, I wasn't even referring to that. Oh. But every time I say we have great leaders, not great followers, here's what I refer to. Number one, let's start with questions. We have Jesus Christ. What more of a leader do you want? We lack followership. He doesn't mm-hmm. lack leadership. Right. We're well. We do false idols. We do. We we love false idols. We love to worship anything but God and Jesus. Right. So that's so we love to go ahead and uh, when a new politician comes on or a candidate comes on this on the screen, we're all like, oh, they're the best. Like, well, time out, guys. Still a person. And as Annie had said before earlier on the show, and we I'm trying to pound it into everybody's heads every time that I go on shows, the politicians work for you. Okay. They work for you. You pay their salaries. They are supposed to implement the, the wills of the people, right? So they're supposed to do what the mass amounts of the people have elected them to do. That usually never happens because we have been out of the picture for what I figured myself was 30 years. I just got back in last year, right? And I'm trying to like catch, make up for lost time, which a lot of us have. But we have 30 years of poop and puke to clean up right? We're the ultimate janitors at this point. And the system has gone haywire because there's so much money and power in it. So you're trying to trying to tap. You're like a little woodpecker tapping on a redwood tree. Now look at that. That's a great analogy. So that's us, little woodpeckers on a big redwood because we let the red, we let it go. We just, we didn't prune it. We didn't gar- We didn't keep an eye on it. We didn't trim it. Now it is just completely, literally, uh, off the rails. Like it, the, the wheels have come off the bus and the train is literally way out of the station. So we can only do so much, but it doesn't mean you stop. You need to do as much as you can. It's just, don't be surprised if you don't make as much progress as you think because the system is so infested and infected and incestuous. Because remember, the, and let's, get, let's, let's go back to the, to the elections because we're running out of time here and it's important we, we do this. But first, you have to watch the movie Brainwash. Again, it's on frankspeech.com. Brandon House, this is the second, uh, it's the sequel to the first one. The first one's really good. The second one, you just go, oh my God, because now all of this stuff makes sense. It's three hours, but you know, if you need to, if it's too much for you to do in, in one sitting, Break it up, whatever, but I encourage no, you. No, I disagree, Michelle. Why do you give people free pass three hours for- Because I can't, because the, Annie, do you know how hard it is to get people to do a two take action, two minute take action item on our ban the machines in Arizona campaign to get them to just click on something that takes less than two minutes I a know. day to save their own freedoms and win? Because if you have the machines in this country, as Mike Lindell keeps saying, if you have the machines in these midterms, the country is over because you're not going to have your red wave because they control the machines. So, but um, hold that I thought. Know, we're going to go a little is, bit. We'll go. You, can we go a little bit over? Do you have a few minutes? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yes, like I do. Five minutes or so. Uh, All right. So, so but, I want to throw this thing, in Michelle, there. I think we need to stop adjusting our attitude to people's uh, attention span. No, it's three hours. If you care for your freedom, if you want to make sure that your daughter, your granddaughter, your niece does not end up like Annie Cyrus. Good point. As a child, take three hours. 
on a Saturday, on a Sunday. Hey, I have seen people walk four hours of their Saturday for football, watching yeah. three hours of brainwash. It, it shouldn't be a problem. Right. If it is a problem, then they need to look in the mirror and they need to have a very, very deep discussion with themselves of what is wrong with me that I can't spare three hours to learn about what could change my life and the future of my next generation to Mm -hmm. stay Americans instead of, look, Iranians, we were Persians. You know what we are right now? Everybody is a half breed of Mongolians, Arabs, Mongolians, Arabs. You know why? Because they kept taking the country, raping the woman, having half breed kids. You think Persians were this darker skin? No, they weren't. You know why they're called Aryans? Because they were as white as you get. They have blue eyes and blonde hair. We ended up here based on Mongolian attacks, rapes, and Arabs attacks and rapes. You want the future of America to be like that? Be my guest. Go watch your football and skip Brainwash America Part 2. Did I mention I'm going to offend people today? Oops. <laughs> So I love when she gets in fuego, everybody, because it really it hits home. So all right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compromise on the time because it, it, again, it, this is really a critical moment in everyone's lives and history, and most of the people aren't taking it seriously. So maybe when in in a week or so, when maybe it's two weeks, they go to the grocery store and there's literally no food on the shelves, and they're wondering, well, how did this happen? Well, we've been telling you for a year, year and a half that this is going to happen. Not to mention they've wiped out. Um, 110, maybe it's 120 food distribution manufacturing plants. At some point, it's going to trickle down to actually the store, right? Not to mention the lack of the freedoms that you have, the election that's coming up. Now, um, I'm gonna. I want to do this because it's it's important because we're gonna tell them about the campaign and then we're gonna wrap up the show. We're just gonna go a little bit over what we all need to realize. And you can catch all of this, most of the stuff that's in the media package and the, and the marketing package that I put together for people with all the resources and the links and the shows and the videos and the articles about the election, about the fraud, about the machines. Most of those links and, and information I got from Frank's, Frank's speech just there on the homepage, right? Because we've been into the selection code movie. We had the event here. We've uh, had Tina Peters episode 360. Uh, Annie's been on talking about it. I mean, we, then we had our whole our whole campaign to ban the machines here in Arizona, ban the machines here in Arizona. And I'll talk about that in a second. That's episode 367. And we're doing a follow-up this Friday on brighttion.tv with Jim O'Connor and Christine Reagan to give you an update on what's been going on with status and how important it really is to get behind this campaign, which takes two minutes. So Annie's asking for three hours. I'm asking for two minutes, okay? We both are asking for one favor. She only have to do her, well, she said do a couple times, but I'm just asking for two minutes a day. So I'm going to set it up this way, and then I want to play a one-minute clip that was originally in the movie. It's with Tina Peters and Laura Logan. And you can watch Selection Code. Just go to Frank's speech. It's on the homepage, right? Frank, you can go to selectioncode.com. It's something you need to watch. I've watched it about three times. Each time, I pick up something different. And I did, I've had conversations with Tina Peters off air, so I even learned more. And again, there's two sets of books. Okay, this is a, this is the moral of the story. There's two sets of books in the machines. One set of books is what you voted, and the other set of books is what they report that was devoted. Okay, so that's that's you're up against that. I'm not saying that you don't go vote. The only way that you can overwhelm that is we have to show up in person, day of, and use a ball blue ballpoint pen. We proved it in here in Arizona, Maricopa County during the primaries. About 12.5% of people voted in person. 87.5% of people voted by mail. They took their mail, their, their, their mail in, the mail out, mail in ballot. They dropped it in a mailbox, a female box, a trans box, or a demon box. They're all bad. Do not do that. 
You're just another mule, just like the movie 2000 Mules. I'm going to play this real quick. And then I want Annie to comment on it because she's living, she's been living this by being a producer over at Frank Speech, Lindell TV and Worldview Weekend because she's right there with on, on the front lines with Lindell and Brandon House and all the rest of the people. Because uh, Lindell was the one who uh, wrote the check for the movie Selection Code. He's, he's the man. He's This is what his jam is. So this is what you need to keep in mind. The entire election system is fundamentally designed to control the outcomes. The entire election system. It's machines is just one component. And they're all in on it. They all know. So if they said they don't know, they're lying to you. GOP tells people, if you are a candidate and a politician and you don't talk about the elections, you don't talk about election fraud, we will give you money. We'll get you over the finish line. That didn't come from me. That came from people in Colorado. And a perfect example of someone who, who follows that, drank that Kool-Aid. Her name rhymes with Lauren Boebert. Her name rhymes with Lauren Boebert. Rhymes with it, Lauren Boebert. So she's one of them. I'll give you another example. General John Boldick. He was on our Tuesday call. It's great, awesome. He's saying the right things. He was running for the primary in New Hampshire. And he was adamant that there was fraud. The elections were rigged. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, Biden's illegitimate. He wins the primary. I was told the RNC said, hey, Don, you got a $20 million check. If you drink the Kool-Aid, ixnay on the election stuff. Fox News, day or two later, comes out. You know, I've done a lot of research, kind of checked it out. Biden's legit. Election was legit. There was some fraud, but for the most part, you know, what I said before, all along, uh, misspoke. I watched the video on Sunday again. So here's the problem. Red wave, you got to get out and vote in person. The problem is, is our candidates, like she's mentioned, Abe here in Arizona. Problem is, that's the candidate that we have. His competition, a thousand times worse. So because we are not active enough in the process and do the due diligence and the homework to get the right person to win the primary because we didn't show up the day of. That's how Carrie Lake won. The only reason why she won, because we went through, we had a whole huge big seminar about this with more information that came out that's never been revealed before, a lot of it on Saturday. The reason why she won is because the people that showed up, that 12.5% here in Mayor Corruption County. So that's what you need to do. You need to do that. Let me play this real quick. And then I know Annie's got to go. She's got work to do and so do I. But I want to play this, this clip real quick. It's one minute. And it's Tina Peters, and what she says is the probably one of the most important things that you'll hear anybody say towards the end. That would be good if there was sound, right? It would be helpful. How do you do that? Oh, man. Oh, that's uncool. You may want to put it on full screen. Yeah, let me try that. Let me get rid of you and me then, right? You can't get rid of me. <laughs> I can't get rid of me either. I don't think so. We still don't have audio. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, it worked for the other video. It's not working for this one. But anyway, so anyway, what's I'll, I'll I'll just sum it up for you at the end. 
So that's it's, it's Tina Peters. It's about the machines, the movie selection code. Uh, Tina Peters has been arrested. I can't imagine how many times she's got like seven felonies, misdemeanors, ridiculous stuff for nothing. She did nothing wrong, but they're trying to frame her because she has the information. She has the key, the uh, king, the keys to the Dominion Kingdom because she knows the truth about the machines. She has copies of everything. Lindell's doing is what he can. Um, she said, if we don't get this fixed, if we don't expose what they're doing, I believe we've lost this country. So let me just plug what we've got here. I'm asking for two minutes a day, everybody. This is how we're going to do it. This is the only chance we have. Mike Lindell's got the court system taken care of, so he's doing what he can there. But we, the people, this is one action that we can take. It's two minutes a day. We're asking you to click. It's a one-click email campaign. You're going to click on the button. It's to ban the machines in Arizona. Uh, it's a petition and an email that goes out to 110 elected officials here in Arizona to tell them they need to ban the machines. And the reason why you say, well, Michelle, this is, this is why, why is this going to work? Why is this going to work when uh, we've done things like this before? Because it's a numbers game and you need to combine it with actual people involved in the system and people that are actually on the ground. So it's like a three-pronged approach. So we're asking for everybody, just take two minutes a day. There's the QR code, right? And it's two minutes a day. You're going to put in your information. You're going to click a button and that information because not to capture emails. We're not asking for donations. It's literally because they have to shoot that you're a person. You're going to click an email and click the button. It goes emails, 110 elected officials that are your county supervisors, your recorders, your election officials, and your sheriffs. These are the people that should be scooping up all of the rest of them and putting them in prison for what they've done. And it tells them you got to be on the machines. You got to get rid of the machines because the fraud is overwhelming between the sister report, between the 2000 mules, between the uh, selection code movie, uh, the moment of truth summit that Lindell did, which is all that's on frankspeech.com. So all of that information and what all these other experts have been talking about for 22 months, you have to get rid of these machines. They have a backup plan. It's in their election procedures. They could use paper ballots and a hand count. So it's already in place. The people that make the decision or the board of supervisors, at least here, in Arizona, there's 15 counties. So this goes out to them. You click another button. It sends a, you sign a petition to say, we want to get rid of the machines. You click another button, gives all their phone numbers. So you can pick up the phone and tell them what you, uh, what you think. Try to be somewhat nice because they still have to be on our side to say that we are going to get rid of the machines, even though we want to tell them. I see a tail wagging in the background. And so, and, and, and so we, we need to keep them on our side because they get to make the decision. Now, keep in mind, most of the county supervisors in the whole state of Arizona, they're all Republicans. So what does that tell you? Remember, if there's an R next to your name, it means Rhino until you can prove to me that you're not. And then there's also, you click another button, it gives you a Facebook post that's automatic, and it gives you another one for Twitter. So you just have to just literally click buttons. You don't even have to move your finger. You can leave it right there on the mouse, and um, it gives you a script if you want to call them. So we're asking everybody in the country for two minutes a day, just to take two minutes a day, fill out this information, azsavesamerica.us. That's azsavesamerica.us. And then you can, I don't think I put the big code in here. Hang on, let me check. Remember, I am a, I'm an in front of the purse camera, not behind the camera person. So no, I didn't put the QR code. But if you could see that one, you go ahead and just go ahead and scan that. That'll get you to azsavesamerica.us. And tell 10 of your friends. It doesn't matter what state you're in because it's numbers. It's a numbers game. So we were at 425,000 this morning when I look. I need it to be 4.5 million. We've got people today showing up at the Pima County Board of Supervisors meeting to say, hey, here's inf information, evidence. We had people last week at Pinal. We'll have people at, see, that's what I'm saying. There's a boots on the ground. And we also have uh, Jim O'Connor, Jim who is the uh, Arizona Corporation Commissioner. He is an elected official. He's the one that wrote the original letter that started all this 
to say, you guys got to get rid of machines. And he's one of their colleagues. So that's why I'm saying, if you guys could do the numbers for us by literally just clicking the button, we'll take care of the groundwork. But we need to be able to have the signatures that say, hey, there's four and a half million people that don't want machines. There's 30,000 people in Pinal County that don't want these machines. So we need the numbers. We need you guys to participate. AZSavesAmerica.us, two minutes a day. Uh, that's your one homework. Second homework, you're going to watch Brainwashed, right? You're going to watch Brainwashed 2, and that's important. Let me get rid of the screen, and then Annie and I will wrap it up here. Oh, we don't want that one. We want this one. So that's my call to action for everybody. Uh, Annie's call is to watch Brainwashed 2. Uh, follow her on Getter so you can get the information and the updates on what's going on in Iran. Uh we want you to uh, pray, plan, and take action. The plan is you got to figure out what is this country worth to you? What are you willing to sacrifice? And put a plan together. What are you going to do every day? What is If you're going to take 10 minutes, you're going to take 20 minutes, you're going to take 30 minutes. Are you going to go check out what Annie on Annie's shows on Frank's speech to learn about what's going on? Are you going to push information out? Are you going to pick up the phone? Are you going to do the campaign? Are you going to go knock on doors? Are you going to go ahead and, and support certain candidates? Are you going to tell all your friends they need to show up day of? and vote in person with a blue ballpoint pen. These are the things you need to figure out what you're going to do. You need to do it every day. And you always need to tell 10 of your friends, these are conversations we need to have because only 22% of the people of Republicans in the midterms in 2018 showed up to vote. 22%. That's Republicans. So if there's 23% that are Democrats, you just lost your red wave. And that's without the machine manipulation. And that's showing up to vote, met mail in their ballots too. So you need that. You need those people to actually show up day up, not just flick it in the mail, being all lazy. Because you might as well just don't bother if you're going to mail it. It's that bad. So Annie, comment on that, and then we'll we'll, we'll wrap it up here with uh, one little one little more, uh, no more videos, no more slides because I'm not good at it. <laughs> oh, no. I have one thing to show them. Okay. Let me show them this real quick. Now, I got this today because one of my friends who's a grassroots diehard, she's one of the chairs in LD, uh, LD12 that we did the selection committee with. She said, hey, does anyone have time to go to the Mayor Corruption County election website and watch one of the feeds? Because apparently they're scanning ballots right now. Meanwhile, our ballots don't go out to October 12th. Okay, October. So this is what is going on right now here in Arizona. Now, there's no sound, so you don't have to worry about me screwing up the sound. So there's multiple rooms like this, and these are these this big mega center. Now, check this lady out in the corner, okay? She has ballots, and she's putting ballots in the box. And behind here, it has the little sign that says um, completed and scanned. So she's taken bunches, bunches of ballots, which if she's the ballot center to receive the ballots, why is, why is there ballots there? They're, they're not distributing the ballots. She's, this is the receiving center, right? This is everything. When, when the ballots come in, they come here. This is literally going on right now. But what, what is she doing? Like, what, what is this? Those are real ballots. I'm just, I'm trying to, I was trying to zoom in before to see if they were filled out yet. That's yet. So if you think that the election is not going to have fraud, people, uh, we can't make it more clear. It's right there. It's happening literally right now. Like, look at this lady. That is nefariousness. It has to be, right? So, uh, yeah, there you go. That's now. Mail ballot, mail in ballots do not go out. Uh, An early voting does not start till October 12th here in Mayor Corruption County. So, um, yeah, the only hope we have 
at this point that we, the people can control is to click literally for less than two minutes and let us do the, let us do the heavy lifting here on the ground. Just get me the numbers, get me the numbers so we can try to do our best to get rid of it. Cause it only takes one County to cave and uh, we can make a difference. I think we can get rid of those machines and help Lynn Liddell and it maybe even help his case. Maybe it would help his case that they'd say, you know what? Yeah, look, they're doing it there. Let's go ahead and, and rule in favor of that. So Annie, what, what do you want to say to wrap up this uh, little extra long segment that we did? Kind of like they got a bonus today. from. Uh, yes, they did. Here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, uh, it is your choice. Uh, we are still at a point where we have a choice. Mm-hmm. And our choices isn't bird a hijab or die. Okay. Our choices are do the right thing, or get to where you wear the hijab or die. So a few steps behind. Do the right thing. Uh, No matter what you think is the compromise and the sacrifice you're going to make today, I guarantee you that in the history of human society, every sacrifice, every compromise is worth keeping your freedoms. Because Marxists, socialists, communists, Islamists, doesn't matter, you name them, they all have is, is, is different names, but they all come from the same <laughs> source, which is evil. So this is not about right and left. This is not about Republicans versus Democrats. This is about good versus evil. This is about we the people versus absolute corruption. Mm-hmm. Now, as Michelle said, at this point, if you still want to look the other way and be in absolute denial, that is absolutely your right as well. But I will personally say that when it comes to it, that we're doing it on the streets the way Iranian people are doing it right now, do not in any shape or form, if you come across me, don't come crying to me because I'm that person who's going to say, I told you so. Mm-hmm. You have time. We still have time. The hour is late but it's not over. I'm going to conclude last sentence by one of my favorite people's saying, Robert Spencer. Listen up. It is not over until it's over and it's not over yet. Don't lose hope. Pray, but still take actions because prayers Mm -hmm. without action is not going to really do much. Yeah. So I will add to that. So add to that. So it's pray, plan, take action, everybody. And we don't want you to have to do this alone. We're, we're doing it with you, right? We're doing it with you. That's the whole Save My Freedom movement. Annie's part of it. Most of the people that are on our shows are a part of it. It's just a way that we could bring everybody together so you can find the resources that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. And right now, your community is your country. Uh, and also, obviously, the neighborhood that you live in. Midterms, it's important. You got to start showing up. And uh, if you don't want to get involved, what you call politics, which it's not, it's called life. They've ruined that. They ruined that. They made a big, they made it, they changed, when they changed it, they had the COVID, politics became life because it infected and infested every aspect of your world when you realize that there's demonic people making decisions that affect everything that I do. They closed my church, they closed my business, they closed the schools, left open the strip clubs, the casinos were fine, big boxes, awesome. McDonald's is great, but my little business, who's a, little Italian restaurant I have to close. So yeah, no, they, they, they took politics to the next level. It's called life. So you need to get involved at every level that you can because it will, it affects you. So what we're doing that with you, right? So that's a great, incredible resource. Go to the take action menu, which is everythinghomeaboutus.com. There's all resources there, different shows, not just ours. There's media, there's events, there's all kinds of great stuff. You'll get over and you'll like, you'll see any show on there. 
You'll see other shows, other things that are important and certain episodes, campaigns, things like that. Campaigns in the sense of things that you need to do to take action, not necessarily politicians. You know how I feel about those guys, right? Uh, if you're going to give money, if you feel if you're obligated to give money to uh, into this world, the politician world, give it directly to the candidate. Do not give it to a PAC. Do not give it to the GOP. They do not need any of your money to launder it and put it in their own pockets, right? So if you feel obligated then to do that, you want to support a candidate, you can volunteer. You can push out information. That's actually more effective than handing them the money, right? Because if we all did what we were supposed to and got engaged in the beginning, we wouldn't need so much money. So again, we're doing this all together. As I said, pray, plan, take action. You're going to pray. That's how you're going to start your day. You got to do everything in that order. You can watch Jesus Rocks Live, which is Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And that is uh, Jesus Rocks Live. It's on the take action menu. I put it right towards the top, catch up on past episodes. Uh, Plan, you got to make that list. You got to make that to-do list. And if you want a take action toolkit, I'm asking you to sign up for our newsletter. If I could figure out how to do that with my graphics that I sent up here, which I think I screwed that up too. This is hard when you use your left hand, you don't know what you're doing, right? But if you go to takeactionitems.com, that's takeactionitems.com. It's also part of the take action menu. Join the newsletter, text the word action to 91776. I have a little sign here that I did. It all, all the websites get you to the same spot. So if you did that, I'm going to send you our take action menu that has all these incredible links uh, about the uh, election fraud, that that brochure that I showed you, that media package there. That's a, an incredible resource. Again, uh, a lot of the links go directly to places on uh, Frank's speech because that's where a lot of this information comes from. Even the report, the Mesa County report that uh, Tina Peters put together about the machines. Annie's show is on there. And a couple of the episodes that we did with her, much whole bunch of information, articles, other people's, uh, uh, and even the, the uh, Moment of Truth Summit. It's all in this package. So if you sign up for the newsletter or you text the action, then I'm going to send that to you so you have that. And then um, there's your take action. We're laid it all out. So Annie will be back on our show, which is on Fridays, right TV at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Well, we could do it probably later. It'll definitely be before the elections because it's important. And uh, maybe her and I will do a special one over on the talk radio because I have put that on hold until December 5th. So Annie, say goodbye to the audience. Plug your website one more time and we are out of here. Sounds good. Liveuptofreedom.com, liveuptofreedom.com and do live up to freedom because you still have them. And yeah. watch your back for now and listen <laughs> to him. He'll guide you. He will. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it at this because I want you to pray, right? I want you to pray for this country. I want you to pray for people like Tina Beaters. I want you to pray for people like Mike Lindell. I want you, because these are the hardworking Americans that are out there literally sacrificing their business, their lives, and uh, everything that they have in order to fight for the freedoms that you're not willing to stand up for. But pray for the judges that they actually, they, they rule in favor of the law. They rule in favor of what's right in situations for Mike and for Tina and for every other American. How about all the people for January 6th? And pray that uh, some of the people that are in charge of making decisions actually make the right ones. So I will I will leave you with this. 2 Chronicles 7.14. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their land or I forgive their sins and restore their land. That's where we are. So again, pray, plan, take action. God's going to have to take this, but you guys got to show up too and do the heavy lifting. He'll do it, but there's not enough of you sitting there praying and asking for the help. And that's what Nanny's, Nanny's been talking about. So, uh, and we talk about it. So I'm telling you, this is it. That's what you got to do because you can't fight these demons, but you can ask for the help, but you got to put in the work. And then you got to take the action. So it's it's a three-pronged approach, right? And it's an all-in. And if you're in a worry, Joshua moment, 159, don't be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 
And he said, have faith. The, it's, everything's in abundance. Don't worry about the lack. So yeah, show up, do the work, guys. Stand up, speak up, show up, join us. We're out of here. Have a great day. Hope that was a lot. Watch this again. Share this with your friends. I'm telling you, you listen to the two of us, watch some of the shows, things will change. We're just here to help. All right, have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.